Championship Sunday is here. Welcome into the pylon here on Impact 89 FM, your source for all NFL talk here on WDBM East Lansing, the basement of Holden Hall. My name is Jay DeCosta, your host for today's show. We got Oscar Henderson, Jack David here on this kind of rainy, gloomy, just muggy, just, you know, disgusting Friday. But, you know, we got a lot. We got really good football. We got exciting football to get to. So, yeah. We got two really good games and two and four really solid games last week. Uh, Oscar, I'm going to start off with you. The Lions did it again. These Detroit Lions are something else, man. They're man, the team I of told, destiny. I told you guys you didn't want to come and see me if we won this divisional game. Um, I mean, oh, I, I actually, I still am just in shock each and every day that we, we're here in this spot. I mean, it. I, I, I literally never thought this would happen. I just, I think back to all the times, like, growing up, just watching this team, you know, every time that 1 p.m. time on Sunday rolled around, it was just, it was like, well, here we go again. Yep, well, here, here we go again. Nothing. I'm going to watch one of our 12 losses yep, for the year. Yep, and now to, like, to finally feel, like, to, to finally know what it feels like to, like, have your team be really good, like, it it's such a, it's such a, it's such a, like, special feeling, like, I I I've like I've grown up in Detroit. I've been here since I was about 7 8 years old and so really like the only cons- like the only good teams I've watched since I've been here was the early 2010 Detroit Tigers and even then yeah. I was like 8 or 9. So like there's not even much I can remember yeah, from I that. Like, like I faintly remember them getting swept by the Giants. Yeah, that's about I, it. I was actually at World Series uh game 3. Oh, really? uh, my dad brought me there. Oh, that's yeah, cool. that was the two nothing loss uh, that we had to San Francisco. And was that the first home game of that series? Yes. No, that was yes. That was that our was first, first home game, game yeah. of the series because Pablo Sandoval he absolutely annihilated Justin Verlander uh, that first game. Yeah. Yeah. I not mean... a not a great series, but that's neither here nor there. But like, just like, oh, I I I've never seen success in the city sports wise and since that moment and like just watching like what it's done for the city and just like how they've rallied behind this team it's it's so special and it's it's something i'm gonna remember for the rest of my life because this is this is what it's all about and dan campbell man he has fully embraced everything about this city that makes it special and he's as he said, he he wanted to give something that the city could be proud of, and mm-hmm. man, has he delivered! Delivered, that. yeah, he has delivered. And I, I mean, you saw it uh, earlier this week. He's NFC Coach of the Year. Brad Holmes is Executive of the Year. Those those two guys have been huge, big cornerstones for this team. And we we would literally be nowhere without those guys, and including uh, I, I want to say shout out to Sheila Ford Hamp too for it, like or Sheila Hampton Ford for really turning the ship around at the very top too because mm-hmm. if Lions fans know anything about the Ford family it's a long history of bad ownership really and just bad. really just not caring about this team but Sheila's turned that ship around and they they are building really something special here and I'm just I'm so excited to see what this team does yeah. next week and just in the future and forever how forever how long these guys are here I'm just I, I trust these guys to make the right decisions, and that's that's something I haven't felt ever as a Detroit Lions fan. And you mentioned like the city just rallying around this team. I mean, everyone's 
It just feels like Detroit hasn't had something like this in such a long time. Yeah. And to have the it's Lions, been a, decade. a team that everyone made fun of, you know, same old Lions, stuff like that. Now they're, they have two playoff wins or in the NFC Championship game. They have a chance to go to the Super Bowl for the first time in their history. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, like, no, I, again, if you told me at two, three years ago, like once Matt Patricia got fired, that, um, the ship was going to turn around immediately and we would be in the NFC Championship three years removed from probably the worst coaching period I've had to experience as a Lions fan in my life. Not, not, actually, it is the worst coaching experience I've had to experience as a Lions fan in my life. But with, I, uh, I would have, I would have straight, Patricia? yeah, with Matt Patricia, I would have laughed in your face and thought you were the dumbest person alive if you told me that was going to happen. And mm-hmm. here, here we are today and yeah. it's, it is unbelievable, and I, I just I can't believe the job that everyone has done on that team to rebuild it and give us something to really be proud of. It's it's something really special, man. And just to add, this is year one of like the success. Oh, it's gonna this is gonna like keep. This happening. is gonna continue, and like this is, it's not only like a one year thing. Like, sure, you guys might lose a coordinator or two. We'll see. We'll probably. I, I, I'm. We'll get into the head coaching. Uh, there's only two left, like, so we'll I, have to see. With I think ben he Johnson. ends up going to. I think he'll probably end up going to Seattle. I think they would or like Washington. To take a guy like that. I think Washington's the. Front I think Washington's gonna actually end up hiring Bienemy. <laughs> Because, again, I don't see a reason why he would have went there if it wasn't to for him to and become the head coach at yeah, some I mean, point. I agree. And I think he, he might leave if he doesn't get the head coaching yeah. job. Um, so I, I wouldn't blame him to leave. But, yeah, like, you guys have, have Dan Campbell. He's not leaving. You guys have all of your players are going to come back next year and pretty much, right? Yeah. Um, another – I assume you guys are going to draft great like you did last year. Brad, Brad Holmes has... It's only going like, to go up. Brad Holmes, here. since he's been here, he he has not missed in a draft. I mean, his first year here, yeah. he drafted Penny Sewell, yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown in the same draft. Wasted no time. Wasted no time. Sam Laporta, last year's draft, Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs, Brian Branch, Jack Campbell, like all four of those have been instant impact out of the park start, out of the park, impa- out of the park, in, out of the park. instant impact starters on our team and Maybe not Jack Campbell, but and i mean we have montgomery for another three years and like it's it he's done an amazing job building this team and i he he is definitely a top five i think gm already in this league the oh, for way sure. he's just the way like, he's stormed in and has just absolutely taken over and has really hit everything he's done out of the park. It's, light years better than Bob Quinn. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> he's light. Oh my. Every everyone in the organizational right now, from ownership to coaching, is way better than that Matt Patricia era. That is that is a dark, dark period for. I feel like you us. needed that to get to here. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, it, it's just like everything that's even before that too. Just like it. I don't know. It's been. It, it's like. I haven't. I mean, I haven't rooted for the Lions, but obviously, I've been around the Lions my entire life. I grew up in Michigan my entire life. Uh, I know. I I know how bad it was for you guys. I mean, I was like watching in the corner. I was like, I feel really bad. Uh, but now, I mean, it's this is awesome to see you guys at this point. See where the how like bright your guys' future is. Just to think back to, I always think back to that first Dan Campbell's first win as a Lions head coach. Yeah, that walk off touchdown against Minnesota yeah. in twenty twenty one. Yeah, they were uh, winless yes, and they got they were I believe zero. Oh, ten and one. Yeah, like it. It wasn't like a. <laughs> I know it really wasn't like I remember that season so vividly. Like it really wasn't like a a crappy oh ten. No, one. it was like 
This was team was really fighting hard. hard. They were playing in really close games throughout the season. Mm-hmm. They just they just didn't have the pieces to really close out games and get it done. And Do you remember who you tied to? Oh, I can't remember who I know. tied to that year. Was it you guys? I'm wearing it was hoodie, the yes. stand. It was the stand. Yeah, the stand that, that game was... <laughs> I do remember that game. It was oh my really God. cold and hot. It was like Christopher cold, Field. and it was like it, uh, Ben got uh, COVID before it, so it was Mason Rudolph. Wow! But it wasn't like the Mason Rudolph yeah. we have now. It yeah. was like bad Mason Rudolph. Um, yeah. But anyways, but uh, Lions are great. It's awesome. Lions are great. Thirty-one twenty-three win. Uh, Jared Goff, really, really good stuff from him. Two eighty-seven, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Baker Mayfield, two interceptions, the three four nine three touchdowns. I mean, Jared Goff, when he had to make those throws when he needed to, I mean, yeah. he was on the money every single he, time. He has really been delivering this playoffs. Um, I've I've been, like, just talking about Jared Goff's story, too. I mean, everyone's been mentioning it. This guy was just absolutely down in the gutter when he came to Detroit. I mean, Sean McVay basically said, you are not good enough for me. Yeah, it was seen as a bridge. That, in that trade. Yeah, it was seen as, and I mean, for him to have to, be on that like three and thirteen team, three twelve and one team, and then watch the team who he just quarterbacked go and win the Super Bowl with the guy they just replaced him. Like I, I couldn't imagine how that would feel. And like the way that Dan Campbell and Ben Johnson and all those guys have really built him back up into being this great quarterback that he was on that Super Bowl run for the Rams is it's absolutely amazing. It really like it really reminds me of the relationship that uh, McDaniel and Tua has. Like mm-hmm. you, you hear how both Goff and Campbell like talk about each other. Like it is there's a very good connection there. They both really care about each other, and it's it you can see it with the way that Jared Goff trusts Dan Campbell and Dan Campbell trusts Jared Goff in every decision that they make. And so it, it's really something special to see. And credit to of course Dan and Ben Johnson for. Making him right. back into the quarterback, the great quarterback that he was on that Rams Super Bowl run. And uh, you know, when they made that trade for Stafford, I thought Jared Goff was going to be a placeholder. Like yeah. he was just yeah. going to be like, all right, this guy's a placeholder, this is the bridge for a for year the next or two. quarterback. I think, for I the think next guy. a lot of people, even when he came to Detroit, like a lot of Detroit fans were like, yeah, this is going to be a bridge guy. He's getting paid way too much money for mm-hmm. someone who I Sean think, McVay. I think Jared Goff played. thought he was the bridge guy, probably. Yeah. And now to like You're really have to see extend him. him now. Yeah, now we're gonna extend him. I think, and um, I'm very interested to see what type of money he makes. I'm uh, I, I'm interested to see what the contract area is. I'm hoping that because we we've been seeing it a lot recently with all the quarterbacks that have been paid. Like some have just had really bad deals, and you can't really build a Daniel really good Jones, team around Geno Smith, some yeah. of those guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I, I, obviously, I'm not comparing golf to some of those guys who definitely didn't deserve the money, but. I you know it it is you want to make sure that you can still field a really good team around mm-hmm. everyone because I mean we're even seeing it with the Patrick Mahomes contract now like all that money he paid him they they can't really surround him with a lot of receivers and yeah. I mean they they are in the AFC Championship game because it is Patrick Mahomes that's what I'm saying yeah he obviously okay. deserved that money but you see the constraints that like it puts on a team in terms of you know fielding a a a, a lot of fielding talent around uh, your quarterback like that and. I mean, we got a lot of guys you got to end up paying on this team too really soon. Amon yeah. Ross gonna need a bag really soon, and Penne yeah. is on his fifth year next year, so he's gonna need to get paid after next year as well. So, if I could be completely honest, if I were like, if I had control of the Lions, I, I don't, want, I'm not saying get rid of Jared Goff, but I would 
we talked about him being a bridge and how he's played himself out of that narrative. And that's true. He's played great. Led him to NFC Championship game, maybe more. We'll see. Would you be opposed to getting a quarterback in the room, like so drafting another one? I know you, you guys just drafted Head and Hooker, but he is old. Um, that's a great question. I I don't know. Um, I. I think if you already used draft capital last year on a quarterback, and I mean we took him early too. He was round two pick. Like mm-hmm. he he that's a that's a that's a pretty that's still a pretty high draft pick to be using a quarterback on. I I don't think you can really use draft capital once again, especially because we don't have as many picks as we did last year. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really use your that first draft pick is going to be at least where I think the last like four of the first round. Yeah. Whatever it's gonna yeah, be, it's yeah. gonna be one of those. So I mean, I I wouldn't I I don't think any of the draft capital right now should be used on another quarterback, especially because mm-hmm. again, you brought in a really young guy and handed Hooker in the room, and I mean, we can we haven't seen what he's been able to do because he's been injured all year, but you know, next year I think he's gonna be ending up playing, and we can see what he's about if something happens with Jared Goff randomly. But yeah. I I think we really do. I think we should use our draft capital. You know. In, in other places of need, like like cornerback, cornerback could edge. be a really good place. Another edge rusher, um, maybe someone in the guard spot. But I mean, Jonah Jackson and uh, it has been. You guys don't have a lot of holes. No, we really don't. And Most, so, it's mostly defense. And yeah, if you if you just if you're Mainly able to secondary. Yeah, yeah, if you're able to beef up that secondary through the draft, and I mean, there are a lot of good cornerbacks mm. who I think are going to drop because of how much other talent there is at a lot of other key positions in the draft. I. I think you could go out and get a really good guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, the Lions are one win away from the Super Bowl. It's going to be really, really fun to watch. Uh, this should be a great game on Sunday. How is camp is going to be? The if Lions they make and it. Oh my God! We'll How's the state of Michigan going to be yeah, if they win that it's game? It's going to implode. Lions <laughs> well, are seven point favorites. We'll get to that game in a little bit. But some other divisional games: the Texans and the Ravens. Not really much to talk about. Ravens this, taking this care game. of business. This is uh, the Ravens' defense is was dominant in this one, um, only holding the Texans to ten points. And then Lamar had over a hundred yards rushing, two touchdowns. I mean, the Ravens they looked a little rusty in the first half, but they were able to pull away in the second half. So yeah, um, credit to D'Amico Ryan's for that uh, game plan he came out defensively with to start the game. Uh, they were really giving Baltimore a couple uh, a hard time on offense yes, in that sure. first half, and they were. They were really playing well, but of course we know how uh, great of a defensive mind D'Amico Ryan's is. So you know, you you can really expect that from that guy, even with the not a lot of talent on that Houston Texans team. But I mean, like you said, the the Ravens took care of business. They made the adjustments they had to make in the second half. Credit Todd Munkin for that, and of course Lamar Jackson, and they really ran away with this game. And like you said, Lamar was he was phenomenal, especially in that second half yeah. with those adjustments that he made. I mean. This is why he's going to win the MVP again, mm-hmm. and I i mean, I, I've been saying this all week. I i i can't remember the last time I've seen a a, a team like this talented before. Just like and both I, sides of the ball. Yeah, I, I think I think if they win the Super Bowl this year, I, I think there needs to be a conversation about where this Ravens team ranks all time, like all-time teams. I, I, I've never seen a team just dominate the way this team has if all they, season. If they the finish out like really solid, which I think that they could, if I they think played they their will. best, because I th- I think they are like if you look at the roster, look how they're playing. I think they're heads head and shoulders above everybody else. Mark Not Andrews saying they're going to make the Super Bowl. Mark Andrews is coming back now. 
That's also true. To, or this think about that. Yeah. But like, even without Mark Andrews, Isaiah likely is. He's been phenomenal. awesome. He's basically a wide receiver. Yeah. But yeah, I we definitely would have to see where this team is. It'd probably be John Harbaugh's best team. One I think so. Up there with his other Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, this team is just firing off on all cylinders. I feel great for Lamar in that he was able to maybe not completely silence it, but definitely mostly silence the narrative that he's he can't win the playoffs. He came out here he in was, this game and just took care of business. I mean, he didn't throw like a ton, but like he was efficient with the ball, a 121.8 rating, ran for 100 yards. yards. Yeah, went ran for 100 yards. I mean, four touchdowns too, by four, the way. Four total touchdowns, it's, took care of the ball. It's why he's the MVP. It's why, MVP. He's, yeah, it's why so, he's the MVP. Um, he's awesome. Yeah, I mean, like you said, this this Ravens team, like, it really reminds me of that 2012 team and just those Raven defenses from that, you know, late 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, early 2010s era, yeah. you know, especially on the defensive side. Like, you have Roquan Smith, a really awesome. good commander at linebacker, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. sort of that Ray Lewis-esque leader that the defense has. Um, you have Kyle Hamilton Kyle at Hamilton, the deep zone. Who, he's playing up he's to where he was picked. one of the best uh, cover safeties in the entire NFL. Mm-hmm. Someone kind of like Ed Reed, who again was the best cover safety in the NFL at the time. One and of the best. Ever. One of the best ever. I mean, he's playing at that level right now. You have Patrick Crean, who's really good at getting to the quarterback. Someone mm-hmm. like a Terrell Suggs to pair with Ray Lewis. I mean, like it, it feels like the exact same recipe that they had that made them so successful through that late two late two thousands, uh, early two thousands ten team and that Super Bowl team that won. In 2012, and of course, I mean, uh, on the offensive side, I I do think it is a little better because, of course, Lamar yeah. is just much he's more dynamic than Flacco. Than Flacco. Yeah, he yeah. he is one of one, and I mean, the wide receiver core has been playing phenomenal too. And I mean, the Baltimore rushing game, as we know, is the best maybe in the NFL because of Lamar that Jackson. or the Niners. Yeah, um, and so yeah, I again, I I just. This team is amazing, right. and again, yeah. a, a team I have not seen like this good in in a while. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, yeah, think I, since that. I, I want to say since that Chiefs team that lost to the Super Bowl in the Buc- uh, that lost the Super Bowl to the Buccaneers. I yeah. want to say both I, offensively and defensively, this team is complete. They have the quarterback in place. They have a really good defense. We'll see if they can get it done, and if they get two more wins, and they are Super Bowl champs. To the night game on the set on the Saturday, so like the Packers and the 49ers. Man, the oh Packers God. had this game and they, they had choked it. it away. They had it, but then you know their their kicker apparently prays Andrew before Carlson. he kicks every single time. So they, I don't know why he's a, they he's left a, kicker. a full ten points off the board this game. Yeah, you could say the yeah. miss kicked uh, by Anders Carlson, um, and the fourth quarter that ended up uh, leading to a 49ers game winning touchdown drive, mm-hmm. um, and of course that pick six really early on that the Packers corner dropped. Um, that was another six, seven points that they left off the board. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was so – it's so weird cheering for your division rival so you can get another home playoff game if they won, especially because they were really in this game. And, I mean – They should have won the game. They probably yeah. should have won, the won the game. But, I I mean, yeah. from the Packers' side, I guess, like, other than the fact that they really could have won this game, you can't really be mad about the result that you had mm-hmm. this season. I mean – being three points away from an NFC Championship game on the 
with the youngest team in the entire NFL this season. Yeah. I mean, and Jordan Love showed you that Jordan he can be Love a franchise showed you that he can really be that guy. He had a little bit of a rough game uh, against the 49ers, but I mean, it's it, the 49ers defense, and he's he's gonna end up being better. So you just have to go through those experiences to be a yeah. good quarterback. You it's can't so learn that behind the bench. So it's so scary how young this team is and how well they're playing. Yeah, I mean, you look at the wide receiver core; like, they're only gonna get better. They're all good. Uh, they're tight ends. They got two good young tight ends. Obviously, Love is great. Aaron Jones, he's the oldest probably there, but he, he had an amazing playoff. Yeah, like in these two games, these, those two game stretch, one of his two best two game stretches probably of his career. Yeah, if I had to guess. But the fact that this team, uh, where they are age wise, where they were even mid season, I mean, we weren't talking about this team as a playoff team mid season. We were talking about this team as one of the bottom teams in the in the NFC. And now they're here. Obviously, they lost, but they should have won. They they could have been in the NFC Championship game, playing the Lions for the third time. Who knows what's what's happened here? Yeah, they are a little away from a Super Bowl. Which, I mean, if I was a Packers fan, I'd be over the moon with this season. Uh, and it all comes back to the how much better Jordan Love is now. It's very worrying for the rest of the NFC, mm-hmm. the rest of the NFL, to be honest. But yeah. yeah, and they got the receiving core. Like Jaden Reed's going to keep getting better and better. Jaden Reed, Montavian Wicks, still uh, young. I mean, Kenny Clark is in his prime. Jair's yeah. in his prime. They got Quay Walker. They got a really good, a lot of good defensive. They pieces, got a window, and here. they're going to get a new new defensive coordinator. They so they do. <laughs> I mean, on the 49ers side, real quick. I mean, Brock Purdy did not look very good, no. and they were still able to escape. I mean, McCaffrey. I mean, he's just otherworldly. Um, is he the Debo's, best? Huh? Is he the best player in the league, regardless of position? I think Trent Williams is, to be honest with you. I, I, I still think it might be Lamar okay, I, right now I would with say, the way he's playing. I would put Pat Mahomes and just in a different stratosphere. It's Pat. Yeah, like yeah. I, yeah. Pat's like over there. We talk about everybody else. But, yeah. I mean, he's just one of the best running backs I've ever seen in my life. He's really for good. For sure. Yeah. Like, he's really good. He is. He um, do everything, too. Yes. Um, I want to touch on Debo real quick. Is he yeah. gonna play Sunday? Fifty fifty. It's yeah. Do we? Still we we don't know right now. I know we don't know, but do you guys think he'll? I, go? I think I, he will. I don't see a way that he doesn't come out for yeah. the biggest game of the year. For I think he will. I don't think it'd be a factor, but I think he'll play. I think he'll, I think he'll come out. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just there's no way they're gonna let their star receiver sit out this game. There's no way Debo's gonna be like I'm not anyway. playing. Yeah. Exactly. Like, chance to go go to his second Super Bowl. Yes. Mm-hmm. So be a second. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Like you said on the 49ers end, Brock Purdy did not have a really good game. Um. It was raining the whole yeah. time in mm-hmm. uh, Levi. Uh, and this was a this was also a Packers defense that I, I as much as we uh as much as Joe Barry I think is still a bad coordinator. You got to give him props. They were playing some really good ball on defense. Yeah. Uh. This playoff run. Uh, they caused the, they gave the 49ers a lot of trouble. They gave Brock Purdy a lot of trouble, but um, I I don't really know how to feel about this Brock Purdy performance because like like I said, it was raining all day, mm-hmm. and again, this was a Joe Barry defense that was playing really really well in these playoffs. But um, like when it and when it mattered the most, when he had to come out and give a game winning touchdown drive, I I mean he did deliver, mm-hmm. and like that that. That does speak volume, I think, of him as a quarterback to come out in the most important drive of that team for the and year and, and like how he did be methodical and smart with the ball. He was accurate.
accurate. He had great timing with it. It was it was a really great drive, I think, from Brock Purdy. And so I, I, I think you can take you could take the flaws of this game and but I, I don't think you can take the fact away that he really performed when it mattered. And yeah, I he, mean, he orchestrated he made, the most important drive. He didn't drive. play that well, but he made the big throws when yeah. it counted. Can I make a prediction? When they needed him to. And that's what like Brock Purdy's not he's not I mean, he's Mr. Relevant for a yeah. reason. He's gonna have he has a lot of flaws. I think we but, need to we need to understand like where this guy was drafted yeah. and what the expectations of him were when he was coming out of the draft. And I, I think like I, I and like for a guy who, like you said, was Mr. Irrelevant, led the league in a bunch of QB rate ratings this year. Like that's that's phenomenal. Is in the MVP conversation. Yeah, officially because they the released MVP the they released the finalist and he's yeah, one of them. He, but. he is one of them. Like that that you can't take away from that. Like mm-hmm. that is that's that's greatness in and of itself. I think. I'm yeah. gonna make a prediction. I don't think the Niners gonna win the Super Bowl, and I think a big reason is Purdy is gonna play this team out of a game either against Detroit or against whatever team if they beat Detroit whatever team they play in the Super Bowl I think he's going to play that team out of it because yes he had a great final drive but the rest of that game he was a C plus quarterback a C quarterback yeah, like C he minus he, C he minus right a lot of throws. yeah so I I am not a purdy guy but he, he he's had a great year. He definitely is an MVP finalist. He's led, you know, the best and the most talented team uh, to where they sh- they expected to be. But that's just my prediction. I mean, maybe we'll come back here in two three weeks and we'll do our Super Bowl recap. And oh, Purdy's Super Bowl MVP threw for three fifty and like three touchdowns <laughs> in the Super Bowl, and I look like a complete idiot. But I just think that they're not going to win the Super Bowl, and the reason they're not going to win the Super Bowl is because of Brock Purdy. Yeah, that's, well, I guess that's, we'll that's come. Fair. We'll come back to that. We'll to uh, I'll be the first person to call myself out. If I'm On wrong, to but. the the Kansas City Buffalo game. I mean, the Bills. Best I, game I feel weekend. so bad for that fan base because I, they can't I mean, this game anything. always delivers, and Patrick Mahomes just seems to just when it counts. Patrick Mahomes just seems to own Josh Allen, and there's no other way around it. <sighs> I mean, we're watching greatness, fellas. This I mean, is it. It's this literally is, just greatness. This like, is. This is the worst Chiefs team that Patrick Mahomes has yeah. ever had. He had to play. This is the first time he played a real playoff game. Yeah, and he comes out and he hasn't thrown an interception yet. This uh, this playoffs, I believe his and that makes his uh, touchdown to interception ratio. Let's see, he had two um, uh, last game. So against, four zero. Huh? So four zero because he had two this game. Yes, he had two and then one. So that's thirty three to three interception. Oh, you're doing it again. To touch touchdown to interception ratio. in the playoffs. In the playoffs, absolutely insane yeah. for one. And again, like I said earlier, this is the by far the worst Chiefs team he's ever had by far. It's not even close. Or, like, in in his career, like especially offensively. And he comes out and delivers a masterclass against that Bills defense mm-hmm. and was going touchdown for touchdown with Josh Allen like he always does mm-hmm. against them in the playoffs, it seems like. And, yeah, man, it you kind of feel bad for Buffalo. I, I mean, it really just did feel like they were playing this game to lose. I'm sorry. Even with that field goal being made, they were going to lose that game. Yeah, how much, how much time would have Mahomes had, like, 130? He had 140 I mean, left. I think I mean, they had two or three he was, timeouts. He was going to win He was going to drive down the field. I would the put the house game. on that, that he would have yeah. won that game. And, like, the, 
we saw it throughout the entire game. He was eating that Bills defense alive. They were so injured, and they were playing backups on backups in that game. And, I mean, it's impressive, like, with all the injuries they've had on defense. Like, they've been able to make it this far. But, yeah, yeah it is it is another really disappointing ending for Buffalo. Um, also, does Stephon Diggs suit up in this game? Uh, I, I mm. can't – I. I actually can't believe how he much did, he but disappears. He, it. he mean, disappears like, this often in Josh playoff Josh Allen games. unleashes a cannon. I mean, that, that ball traveled like 65 yards. Especially on TV because they followed the ball's trajectory. It looked like it was going out of the stadium. It was, I mean, a, it was amazing. It was the prettiest throw. ball I've like, and ever seen. And then it seen. goes right through Diggs' hands. Right through, it's, this is a guy that they give up a lot of solid amount of draft capital for. He's one of the best for all that he talks, he he's not doesn't walk. It up. He's not walking right now. So, I, I so. hope we don't have to have another offseason of him sending out cryptic things about not wanting to be in Buffalo or being unhappy in Buffalo because yeah. dude you you can't you can't be doing this and then playoff after playoff after playoff you don't show up and like yes he's an amazing regular season uh player he has great stats in the regular season his stats act- were down yeah. this year though but i mean say, they really Joe Brady when he took over they really started focusing on giving James Cook the ball and Really pounding the rock uh, on the on the running side, but man, this this team's expectation is not to be good in the regular season. This team's expectation is to be good in the postseason. Right also, now. that's and fake punts to Marhamlin. Like, that what, was, what are we doing? That, they were they uh, wanted to lose this game. It felt really like, by the fourth of quarter. They of wanted to lose this game by the end of by that fourth quarter. That poor guy. With the fake punt and the field goal with a minute forty left, settling for that. I mean, granted, your Josh own territory too. If I was tomorrow, I would have been like. Dude, no. Like, no. what? No. no. Like, fourth and five. You can't do in this. In our territory with that situation. What no. are we doing? No. <laughs> That's um, like near fireable offense. I, I remember watching the, at, at, at my uh, house, and I see there's a fake punt. I was like, is that Tamar Hamlin? <laughs> like, I was like, oh my God. Of course it's Tamar Hamlin. <laughs> what are we doing? Like, Come back player of the year. And I'm, I, I just don't know what Buffalo does at this point with this team. Is the um, window closed? Not, not I mean, I don't think it is. I, I just can't I think see as them. long as you have Josh Allen, they'll have a window. I can't see it. But though. I think they gotta they gotta do a lot of things different, man. That defense is getting older and, and as we saw it, they can't stay healthy yeah. uh for an entire season. They're they also have, probably I, need to bring in new guys, I think, on def, on the defensive end. They're definitely gonna need to figure out um what type of identity on offensive that they want to be. If they decide to I think they are gonna keep Joe Brady. I don't know if they've said anything yet about should. their offensive coordinator, but I think they need to build around the game plan that Joe Brady has had on offense because it has worked really well these mm-hmm. last seven weeks that he's been their offensive coordinator, I think. But they need to build that team in a way that that offense can, you know, effectively work throughout the entire regular season because I still don't think they really have a lot of the O-line pieces to consistently keep up with that. I mm-hmm. think they're missing one or two more guys on their O-line. Uh, next yeah. to Deion Dawkins to like be uh-huh. able to really be effective in uh, the ground game, but um, yeah, there needs to be a lot of changes. I think this offseason in Buffalo, I just I just don't know what those changes are. Um, I, they're gonna have to make some tough decisions. I think. Yeah, I've I one agree. is they is Gabe Davis is probably done with the team. Yeah, I assume. I, uh, so. I you go get another. Uh, like high profile wide receiver, either with your first or second pick, um, you invest more into the offensive line. Lean, yeah. e- lean as much as you have this year. Do the same thing with James Cook. Lean into him. 
have him be besides Josh Allen the center part the centerpiece of your offense. Yeah. And go get defensive pieces. Um I mean, they're still going to be one of the best teams in the a- in the AFC next year, but there's going to be a lot of great teams in the NFC next year. Like er- everybody that everybody this year, the Chargers, they're probably going to be great next year. We'll get into head coaching like really soon, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Just another another victim of Mahomes' greatness. I was watching. It's just what he does. Yeah, I was we're, watching. We're, we're witnessing he, greatness. He is. He's just. He's inevitable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was it's... watching Air last night. It's the movie about Michael Jordan, uh, and they were talking about how like great Michael Jordan is. I'm not comparing, but it's kind of the same feel, the same aura. Like Mahomes is just one of the greatest to ever play already. Yeah, which is be making documentaries say. about him when he's they're when he's going retired. to. Oh my gosh, the so. retirement, the retirement tour for this guy is going to be. Absolutely nuts. In what ten years? Yeah. How much longer is this guy? 15, How much longer maybe. is he going to? Honestly, he could probably play. He could theoretically play to Brady age if he wanted to. I think. If well, he with keep, the amount of technology that there's going to be like yeah. developed, like he's going to be able to play to like 40, 45. We'll see how that affects all players. I mean. That's a really deep conversation we can get into about how yeah. if this stuff's going to affect the longevity of the players. Yeah. But I mean, if yeah. a Holmes c- can basically treat his body like a sanctuary, that's what Brady did when he played Dolly's 45. So he, he could do that. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll, we could talk about the head coaching stuff right now, and then we'll get into the picks and the, and the two games. But a lot of head coaching vacancies have been filled. Uh, specifically, one, the big one, Jim Harbaugh from Michigan, after fresh off winning national title. He is a new coach of the Chargers. Patriots, Gerard Mayo, that was hired a couple weeks ago. Uh, Raiders hired Antonio Pierce as their interim, or he was the interim head coach. He is not, well, that was a good decision by Mark. The right so, yeah. The, right the players loved him, and it's good that he's back. And Titans hired uh, Bengals defensive. Brian Callahan. Brian Callahan. I think he was their offensive, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the Commanders, it looks like they're going to hire Ben Johnson. We don't know yet. Maybe. Uh, but. All signs are that he is probably going to be in Washington. Uh, Falcons hired Raheem Morris, which is interesting. Interesting. I, I thought it was going to be Belichick or Vrabel. Yeah, Ryan I mean, I Raheem thought Vrabel. I think Belichick's only gotten like one or two coaching interviews. I don't interviews. think Belichick's going to be a coach he's going next. To, I don't which, think he's going to be coach next year. Yeah, and I mean, do do you really think a team if he if he ends up not doing anything for a year, do you think a team is going to want to pick him up? After next year, if he, I do, do you, here's here's a more here's a more. Oh, I want to add on to that question too. Do you think that we could see Belichick as a defensive coordinator somewhere if he doesn't get a head coaching? Uh, this is an interesting point. I don't think I think he says head I don't coach. Think he would want to. I don't think he would want to yeah, either. I but to. I don't know if he doesn't get a coaching job. I I think. I I don't know if people are going to want to call him up if he's just sitting around for a year. I mean, at this point in his career, where it, I mean, he he's going to come back and he's going to he's just going to try to chase like head coach like records and stuff. Yeah, and look at like try to build his legacy even higher than it is right now, which it's you know one of the greatest ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, we'll have to see. It's it's going to hurt his legacy if he becomes a DC. After being head coach, I think so. it's his head coach. I mean, I don't think he would want to go to DC. I agree with Jack. There's going to be openings next year too. Like that—that's what I'm saying. I it's like Sirianni's he takes gone. a he takes a DC job for a year, and then he'll be then, uh, he'll be a prime contender for a lot of head coaching positions. If he uses strictly as like a as like a uh, like a what's the word for that? Um, 
I don't know. Next topic. I can't <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, the remaining uh, openings are Commanders, Panthers, and Seahawks. Oh, uh, Panthers actually did just get filled as well last yes. night. Uh, Dave oh, really? Canales, guy the Tampa you... Bay OC, oh, is going to go that again? To, uh, David Canales. David Canales. I don't know why I missed that. Yeah. He David is Jones. going to I mean, say someone somehow convinced him to go work with David Tepper. It's the Panthers. I don't Panthers blame you for missing it. That's just the Panthers exactly. right now. Who wants to work for that? So, guy? yeah, the Seahawks are still open. I don't know. Do you think they go after Rabel? Probably. I feel like that would be a Seahawks type of hire. Mm-hmm. Go after a proven he guy. Like a, he feels like a Seahawks type of guy. Like, yeah. it, it feels Carroll-esque where they could be a really defensive-minded team mm-hmm. once again. Yeah. And, you know, someone who's... A, a really good culture guy. Everyone, all the players love him. All the players yeah. relate to him. Um, I mean, we see it with how the Legion of Boom, how they treat Pete Carroll in terms of like how they treat Russell Wilson. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone who's played with Pete Carroll loves Pete Carroll, and everyone who's played with Mike Vrabel loves Mike Vrabel. So I mean, it 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 really feel like they wouldn't be they wouldn't be missing a step. And they'd just be right back at it, I think, if they end up going to get Vrabel, which I think would be, I think would be the right move. For I think it'd be, be a honest. stellar hire because yeah. I think he's a really good coach. And I mean, what he's again, done in Tennessee. Like, we we've seen all the jobs get filled up, so I mean, I think he would, he would love to go there, and I think he'd be a really good mesh. Uh huh. On to championship weekend: Chiefs Ravens. We're gonna start off with that game. Baltimore is a four point favorite. Um, this this game, I think, will be the best, not just because of the spread reasons, but Two really good quarterbacks. It's, These this game is just gonna be so good. It's the biggest coin flip like you possibly yeah. could have. Um, I mean Lamar. I mean you saw what they did last week. I feel like they kind of got the monkey off their back that they can win a you know a, a big game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They did it in twenty twenty against Tennessee, but I mean this Ravens team is so dominant. And Patrick Mahomes on the other side, this guy is just otherworldly. We're seeing greatness. I'm so, I'm so torn. Um, you guys got a pick for this game yet? Um, I think I do. Um, yeah, yeah, you can start. So, that, I think. the Chiefs have not faced what people would consider to be a top five defense since this is week four at the Jets. Mm. Um, and that was a very yeah. close game. I'm looking at their schedule right now. A lot of these teams they've played, very middle of the pack, bottom tier defenses that they've played. Um, Playoffs, Dolphins, really banged up, injured on the defensive side. Not a really good defense there. Buffalo, same story. This is going to be the best defense that the Chiefs have seen all year. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. I think this Baltimore defense is better than the Jets one was this year. This is going to be the best one they see all year. This is, I think, also maybe going to be the best offense they see all year as well. Um, I... I I I I understand the coin flip. It's Patrick Mahomes. He is the greatest playoff performer we've ever seen touch a football field. But like I've been saying since since uh Baltimore came into Levi Stadium and absolutely throttled the 49ers, I think this team is far and away the team that is going to win the Super Bowl. And I again, I I don't see anyone who who is really close to this team right now in terms of playing uh, at the level that they're at, and I I gotta stick with it. And watching Lamar uh, last game, especially with the way that Houston came out and attacked him in the first half, he, he stayed calm and composed. 
It really didn't look like the fact that it was the playoffs affected him at all. He was absolutely phenomenal. I think he's going to keep that up against Kansas City. I don't think they're going to have an answer for him. Give me the Baltimore Ravens to be the AFC champions. I I got the the Ravens as well. I just think this team has been so dominant all year. You see what they did against San Francisco on Christmas. They absolutely dominated them at their place. They have been the most dominant team in the league. Best defense. They got an MVP quarterback. I just think in this Kansas City team, look, Mahomes is that guy, but Mahomes... I don't like a lot of their matchups they have against that defense. I mean, what? Kelsey is going to probably be... Hamilton, I think, is going to be on Kelsey and Roquan Smith for a majority of the game. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't seen that physical of guys, again, since probably that Jets game. Um, Mm -hmm. And their wide receivers, I mean, Marlon Humphrey, I think, is going to annihilate Rasheed Rice all game. I don't think Rasheed Rice is going to be very effective against Marlon Humphrey. But, yeah, this, uh, like you said, I don't think... They match up very well with. Yeah, with I got the Ravens. Team. I like you said, Oscar. I agree. They do not match match up well at all. Um, and this is the worst Kansas City team we've seen in a long time. And I just think it's going to come back to bite them at some point. I think it'll be on Sunday. I just think the Ravens are a much better team. They're at home. I I really like the Ravens in this game. And yeah, give me Lamar to go to his first ever Super Bowl. I this is. It's very tough to pick. It truly is a coin flip because if you if you were to say that these teams, if you were to make the Chiefs as good as the Ravens are right now, or the Ravens like go down to where the Chiefs are, I would take the Chiefs like just because of my homes, right? But the Ravens are like head and shoulders better than this team, offensively, defensively, they are better than the Chiefs, straight up. I don't think anybody can argue that. Mm-hmm. But only one team has Pat Mahomes, and that's just the facts. I like Lamar. Lamar's great. Lamar is going to be a two-time MVP here shortly. But only one player is pretty much a Mount Rushmore quarter, a Mount Rushmore type quarterback in NFL history. Uh, I can't bet against him. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean that, that's a fair bet. I mean Mahomes is the best quarterback. We've, I think that Mahomes is the best quarterback I've seen in my lifetime. I would Brady has all the accomplishments. So, but. Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, I think you guys might agree with that, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh and Matt could not make it, so Josh has, he says he's going to take the Bears out of the NFC and the Ravens out of the AFC. Okay, so. And then, uh, you know, maybe that's that's a preview of next year. <laughs> I don't know. That would be crazy. Maybe if they get Caleb, but maybe. And Matt, yeah, exactly. Matt <sighs> Matt has the Lions and the Ravens. Um, he he yeah, did pick the Lions. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then the game we've all been waiting for, specifically Oscar, the NFC Championship. Lions going to Levi Stadium at 630 uh, to take on the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are 7.7.5 point favorite. Um, I guess I'll start. I think the Lions' run, magic runs out, man. I'm really sorry. I, at San Francisco at home, they got they have so many skill position players, so many weapons. I think Purdy plays much better than he de- than he did against Green Bay. Lions do have their weaknesses against these quarterbacks. Um, Lions defense has struggled a little bit. It'll be a really good game. I like the the Lions plus the seven and a half, but. I got the 49ers in this game, unfortunately. I this is 
a huge a guy we haven't really talked about in this matchup and I think that this is like he if the Lions end up winning this game he probably is going to be the biggest like reason why they did that it's 800 they need desperately to get after Brock Purdy if you can get after Brock Purdy hurry him up and force him into mistakes that's where you can win this game if Brock Purdy is going to have all the time in the world to pretty much like dissect a like everybody can agree a pretty weak secondary I think it'd be the Niners and they would cover but if Hutchinson and company can get after Purdy like that's when you really that's when we're gonna have a game but again with that being said I the Niners are just top to bottom just really good I think this is I think the Lions are gonna cover it's mm-hmm. gonna be a really close game, game a really fun game we're not gonna get blown out no not at all I think the Niners are gonna win but I think the story coming out of this is watch out for the Lions in 2024. Definitely. Give me the the Niners. I mean, I want to mention that the the 49ers offensive line, besides Trent Williams, is not very good at all. Yeah. If you're able to get pressure on Brock Purdy, you you have a very good chance. For sure. One thing I noticed about the Buccaneers-Lions game um, when I was watching is that uh, it, it, the Buccaneers' offensive line reminds me a lot of the 49ers' offensive line. Um, you have an absolute superstar at one side uh, in Tristan Wirfs and Trent Williams, but like like you said, the rest of it, you know, it really isn't... Uh, yeah. you, you could say they're above average, but nothing else is, is really special. It's not a very good all-around uh, offensive line. Um, one thing that... Uh, Aaron Glenn was doing the pretty much the entire game. It was that Aiden Hutchinson was solely on the left side of the defense. He was not going against Tristan Wirfs. I I think I don't think he went up against him once mm-hmm. the entire game. He was just playing on the he was playing on the left tackle side the whole time. Um, I I think that it, it's absolutely brilliant and it lets. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson go against a weaker offensive lineman, and it allows him to be a lot more effective, I think. And we saw that against Tampa Bay. He was absolutely eating alive that left tackle that mm-hmm. they had, and he was an absolute force to be reckoned with. Um, and I, I, I kind of see, I, I see Aaron Glenn coming out with that same game plan, and I, the way he was very aggressive against Tampa Bay, I, I can see that against against San Francisco, and. <sighs> Man, this is it's such a tough it's such a tough pick for me because I, I I'm trying to convince myself that it is a good matchup offense against defense for us, especially with the way I watch them play against Tampa Bay. But man, that 49ers team is so good really offensively. Good. And I, I, I think our offense actually does match up pretty well with their defense. I like those matchups that we have. Um but it, it, it's going to come down to how well our defense can play against that 49ers offense. And it, it's so tough, man, because I, I don't think, I, I don't think we have the personnel yet to really keep up with all that talent that they have. That 49ers offense is definitely by far more talented than the Bucks offense we just played. And mm-hmm. I think you guys are right. I think as much as I hate to do it, are you going to, as much as I hate is he gonna to, do it? is he going to pick his boys? I think the seven and a half is a lock. Um, I just, the Lions are going to make this really close. I just want you. I just want to remind you that we're not betting on this. So like, we are not. You can say we whatever not, you want. No repercussions. 
I just... 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a problem. <laughs> Man, I think I'm going to have one thing I'm going to have to Lions say Lions are going to win it. Oh, Jesus. Are we getting copyrighted for this? Oh! Hey, you know the Lions won again. Lions Super Bowl, baby! <laughs> oh, my God. Bet it! What a... What a turnaround. First Super Bowl in team history. He was like this. And then he was like that. Aiden Hutchinson legacy game incoming. Okay. <laughs> no depot or any depot? No problem. Lions get it they done, have, baby. They have Brandon Ayuk. Motor City Dan Campbell brings right. us to the promised land. Okay. Unreal. Give me the Detroit Lions. That was like all the energy you needed for the show. I love that. I'm going for wow. it, baby. Lions to huh. the Super Bowl. You played us. Motor City Dan Campbell, legacy coaching game. Aiden Hutchinson, legacy game. Book it, baby. We're getting a Brock Purdy. Okay. Offense is going to get it done. First Super Bowl in team history. I have no. I have so much faith in this team that they're going to do it. Give me the Lions. Okay. Oh, my God. I, that is electric. You know what? I, that's I, so, I that love song, it. I love it. First of all, that song is electric. <laughs> I wish the I wish the Bears had something like that. I know the Steers have uh, yeah, black bears. and yellow. You guys had the you guys had the the bear shuffle. Nah, bears. Yeah, but that was like <laughs> long. It's still, it's long still, it's still kind of sick. I'm not gonna lie. But that was a long time ago. But man, so Oscar's <laughs> going with his Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions money line. I lo I love it. I look. There is a really good scenario where they pull this real scenario. Oh, yeah. I would not off. be surprised if the Lions win. I wouldn't be surprised if they won the Super Bowl. They are undoubtedly a top five team for sure. Yeah. But I don't know, man. The Niners are just. The dynasty starts this year. Yeah, well, okay. Oh, my God. The dynasty the starts dynasty now. Started. Okay. Well, I think that's going to do it for the pylon here on Impact NFM Championship Weekend Edition. We will be back next week to see if the Lions are going to be in the Super Bowl. It's going to be really fun. we got a very, very fun championship weekend ahead of us. Uh, for Oscar Henderson, Jack David, myself, Jada Coster, we will see you guys next week. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Take care, everybody.